This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Literally my entire life is me just being like, oh, too much sugar. Oh, too much caffeine. <laughs> oh, not enough caffeine. Like it's a fine-tuned, I'm a fine-tuned instrument. That one, like, uh, what, what does Chris Traeger say? That um, I'm, a, I'm a microchip. And a piece of sand gets in the microchip. <laughs> the microchip fails. I'm a microchip oh, and a piece Traeger. of caffeine Three, gets in the microchip. Four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to Me. It is great. Hello. Hi. I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 to Me. Talk 30 to Me. Um, maybe should we talk sleepy to me? You and I are both so sleepy uh, right I know. now. It's been a long day. It's been a long day and a long night. Now, I like that neither of you, sl- uh, n- neither of us slept very well. <laughs> no, man. That to the was... extent where I said neither of you. <laughs> but it's just us. It's all right. We'll make this. We'll, this will be good. We're going to take so much 30 Rock caffeine and get excited. Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> this is like when a comedian walks in a room and they're like, come on, audience. And the audience is like no <laughs> do you know what's funny i was a uh, when i think of like energy drinks the the taste i think of is for monster like that's just what i think Ugh. of energy drinks were quite a thing in high school i did not drink one because i had half of a monster a third of a monster once at a concert and i nearly died oh my gosh we uh the summer that i was in a drum and bugle core was a summer that 7-eleven was selling uh monster slurpees like it was a thing and they were it did not taste like monster but it had like monster-esque quality and some taste to it and our entire drum court that's like how we got through the summer we all just drank these monster slurpees and <laughs> i'm not going to talk about this part but if you drank monster slurpees you know the awkward thing that i'm intentionally not saying <laughs> i feel like i know this is going which i'm going to turn off my mic so you can't put this in i mean duh <laughs> My mic's still on, so let's just say that the thing you expect to happen when you eat, you imbibe something bright green. <laughs> no, no, the, the 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 Slurpee was not bright green. The Slurpee was like a a dark black or purple. Oh, that's and, even worse. <laughs> it was, and and they sold it with metal straws, and the straws would get super cold, and it was just this whole weird thing. But when this stuff started happening, like you'd like nobody said anything at first, and someone said something, and it was like, oh my, you too, you. And it was just like this whole ordeal, and. I just don't get energy drinks, the culture, the obsession. I also, though, have a lot of energy at most times, so I can't really speak. But I think y'all are crazy when you drink them. I think everyone, <laughs> every five hour energy I find anywhere makes me shake my head. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's a huge lobby of people who are keeping all the news of all the people who die oh, drinking funny. energy drinks. <laughs> keeping it from Congress. This is <laughs> the powerful energy <laughs> drink lobby is stopping my, my research. research. <laughs> all right. Feel. Dr. Spachemin. I know. I bet you. Uh, you know he like injects that stuff you know dr spachemin is very pro energy drink oh chris parnell do you need some blues maybe a couple purples like it'd be um, rude not to take them. um <laughs> anyway kelsey what episodes are today today we are talking about episode 14 and 5th episodes 14 and 15 the c word and hardball mm, these are really good episodes mm-hmm. i really enjoy both of them so i, I, I think i did i did too i really like both of these actually mm-hmm. they were good which is um which is exciting just because of how much I didn't enjoy black tie. So it's nice for our next episodes. Yeah. You didn't like black tie. I don't Mm -hmm. get why you guys didn't like black tie. (laughs) Catherine and I were on the same page. (laughs) You guys, uh, 
I just like I want everyone to be obsessed with Isabella. She saw me in person later and was just like, "Enough with Isabella Rossellini." Oh, I thought you meant Isabella Rossellini saw you in person later. Oh. I'm like, where the heck did She's you see? She's a big fan. <laughs> she was like, "I'm a I'm obsessed with Thirty Rock ever since I've been on it, and your podcast is." very weird um <laughs> no <is>. <laughs> <laughs> i love isabella rossellini that was that has been stated no i uh, these episodes are both really interesting i think they're doing really cool things but before we get into that let's do 30 30 30 30 30 30 30 so we actually have the same 30 30 today we unintentionally together so i explain this okay so i have had an obsession with the podcast harmontown for a very very long time because of community and dan Harmon and all that stuff yes and on community there's an actor dino samantopoulos mm-hmm. aka starburns mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has a podcast with andy dick called dino and andy skull juice which is on the feral audio network which is harmontown's thing the Harmon's thing this whole thing mm-hmm so there was an episode they released it at the end of September that was done live in New York, Chicago, New York. It was in New York. Yeah. yeah. No um, one goes to Chicago anymore. Chicago. And it had, so it was, they, they were reading the script for a pilot that Dino had written with Stephen Colbert and Scott Adsit and, uh, Robert Smeagol, Smeagol, Smeagol. Whoa! The so, ghost of so. Will, even though he's not dead, is like haunting you. Right I now. know, I know. Sorry, with Robert Smeagol, he just had an out of body experience. Uh-huh. Where he went, something <laughs> like, is wrong in the universe. Hey, Someone Will. said Smeagol, and uh, Michael. I'm waiting. I don't. I didn't know who Stoyanov he was or something. Um, well done. Thank you. I didn't know him. So all these guys, they wrote this pilot, and it was a pilot for a TV show about the behind the scenes of SNL. Of an, of of an, an SNL show. show. I don't know what just happened to my voice. <clears throat> it's gone. <laughs> so, which sounds very familiar to another TV show we are quite familiar with. <laughs> uh, uh, Studio 60. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I thought you meant my voice being gone. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. That's a weird Friends reference. The pilot. So it was kind of fun. And I, of course, like this is, I'm like, I, I heard about it and I was waiting for it to be released. And I knew Jeff Davis was on it, which he also does um, some harm. He is on Harm in Town. So yep. I was really excited for this to get released um, because when they, they, so they recorded them reading the script. Um, so all of the people mentioned were there as well as uh, Louis C.K., uh, and Tina Fey. Yeah, so this relates to 30 Rock in a lot of weird ways. I also want to bring up the fact that... Um, wait, did you explain why they did this reading? No. Okay, good, because I was like, maybe I dozed off for a minute, and then I missed it, and then I'd feel super guilty. Go for it. I listened to you. I want you to know no, that. No, it's fine. It's fine. You're, you're smiling at me lovingly right now. I'm <laughs> like, good. oh, no, she's crazy. <laughs> um, the other thing I found interesting, so this is the School Juice is the podcast with Andy yeah. Dick and Dino Stentopoulos, like you said. Um, basically, what happened is, like, I think in their first episode, they kept referencing and threatening to read this pilot on the air, and then they didn't. They, like, never did it, and Stephen <laughs> Colbert sent an angry text to Dino Stentopoulos, <laughs> which is just a beautiful thing. It's the weirdest thing for me to picture them Dino out it's so no. bizarre because i know it's just like the craziest it, it, most like kooky like he's really crude. into like gross crude stuff yeah. and that's like his shtick and then there's steven who's like clean cut like nice catholic it's man it's such a bizarre because i just know dino from all the time that he's on harmontown and like obviously starburns. starburns and so it's so bizarre to go from watching like 
yeah, Stephen Colbert and Dino, and you're like, but I have friends. But they were all on the Dana Carvey show together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which have you ever watched any sketches from the Dana Carvey show? Uh, probably a few, but woman, they're so funny. There's one because <laughs> Steve Carell was on it too. Oh, okay. okay oh okay. my gosh, I have sketches I'm going to send you. They're so funny. Everyone I've seen, I've really enjoyed. So. Please do. Uh, it's a, I don't know why it died. Yeah. Well, there's probably reasons that I just missed, but. <laughs> So they decided after threatening it and Colbert was like, what the heck? He's like, I listened to the whole podcast and you never read it. <laughs> and they ended up all getting together and, and reading this script, which was amazing. It, it was, was really funny. It was really I funny. So it was an hour it. long. Yeah, which, it was a bit long. Uh, like, I, I wanted more, though. Weirdly, I was like, no more. All of a sudden I was like, oh, God, it's over. So it was so it was about it was the behind the scenes of a show called Sometimes Live. And just like 30 Rock, there were it was I there were a ton of sketches in the script. Yeah, the sk- that was what was interesting. I feel like 30 Rock is inc- incredibly character driven. Mm-hmm. I did not get a sense of any of these characters. And that wasn't the point. The point was to see the absurdity backstage. Uh-huh. And they, like the, the show was written like a long sketch. Yeah, where yeah, there's yeah. not really a sense of backstory. It's just who these people are now. What are their quirks and what are they doing? Which was very interesting. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious too if knowing it was just the pilot, like that was just the pilot, and going on, obviously they would probably introduce the characters better, and you just get to know them. Um, but yeah, so I I just enjoyed it so much. I loved and leading up to everybody coming out. First of all, Tina Fey sings a song. She was it. so good. She did such a great job. She was they had really Robbie wonderful. Um, he was out there. He was kind of their uh, uh, Paul Schaefer. They're Paul Schaefer basically yeah. throughout the whole script. But before and he was yeah he was doing like a, a folksy little sing along and brought like bluegrass Tina Fey country. Out. It was really lovely. Yeah, it was awesome. Don't minimize. It was a folksy it little sing along. No, was I'm great. teasing you. It was really good. It was great. It was really interesting music. So no, this script was super interesting. It was really fun to see here to see to hear all those people on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was really interesting. Oh, and to did compare. we mention that this? It wasn't like this was done in 04 and Tina Fey did 30 Rock in 06. This was they wrote this in March of 1998. Yeah, this was an old script. This is a long time before 30 Rock. And they mentioned in it too that they're like they're pretty sure at the same time they were working on this that Ellen DeGeneres and Paul Rubens were also working on a show with the same. Which concept. can you imagine those two in a room? That, like, that's a sketch in itself. <laughs> well, I'm just picturing from Black t- like I'm picturing Garrett <laughs> Habsburg and Ellen De- and Dory like <laughs> sitting in a room <laughs> writing a TV show. Yeah. Yes. it literally is just him with a tiny hand and then a fish yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no but i really enjoyed this i thought louis ck was funny i wh- i think and i don't want to go into the whole thing because i just really think people should obviously should yeah go, to go it. download skull juice skull episode juice six. This episode six yeah and it's clear which one it is um i just really enjoyed there was one character though they're like dopey producer who just like couldn't answer the phone correctly kept show uh-huh. it was so <laughs> funny it was really funny i really enjoyed it and I, my only complaint was that i think and she made a tina Fey made a joke about there were no well-developed female characters there weren't yeah which is accurate to probably what they had experienced What's around the, the, snl the, the, but the, at that point what, the brechtel test the the bechtel, bechtel test. thank you i'm like i knew it wasn't brechtel it was something like that <laughs> you're close enough um, I I did like the thing that I thought it was interesting how as they were writing this, it was when the Lewinsky scandal broke out and they sent whoever was talking to go like Stephen. Was it Stephen? Oh, okay, Stephen that they sent we're him to Beverly Hills basis. High. Sorry. Me and Steve. To Beverly Hills High because that's where Monica had gone. And so like go interview students there. Like so in the middle of them writing this, he had to go disappear. And they kept teasing uh, Michael that he kept leaves, leaving in the middle of writing to go to the gym because he had written that into his thing that I just need to go to the gym whenever I want to. Yeah. And so he was just always leaving while they were writing. Did they explain why Tina Fey was there other than like, she's wonderful. Let's have her do this. I think they were literally like, she's friends with all of them. And, and it's like 30 Rock. So they yeah. want to, I think, talk about that. 
But yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought Stephen Colbert's anecdotes were super funny. It was so interesting I like the to little see about how do you make this. Too, that they would make little comments. It was funny. They talked about 30 Rock a lot. And what I really enjoyed about it too was that um, you you get a real feel in this whole thing because they're doing the reading, but they're also discussing what it was like. You get yeah, a real sense of like what at least, I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know what writing is like now, but like you get a real picture of what it was to write one of these shows and who all these people, it's funny. Some of them are like wildly famous and some of them are successful, but less famous. Yeah. They've all made these really unique contributions to comedy. I mean, Dean, Knows running um, Starburns right now. Mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert's on the Late Show. Smigel's doing crazy stuff. Like it's an incredible group of people who are doing very different things right now. Yeah, and it's so funny to think about. You know, just to go backwards in time and see them all when they were in this one place together. Yeah, working on this. They have them all like sitting. And like, what if that show had taken off? I know that. And when that's, that yeah. was that was so sad when they were talking about like, well, why didn't it get picked up? And they were like, well, because they wanted to do like a rough pilot instead of a full pilot, and whoever that's was so representing them was like, no, nah, we don't want it, like all or nothing. And that it just that's so done. I can't even tell you how typical that's that so is. Sad. That's just what happens, um, and it's really frustrating. But yeah. the system Ugh. is silly, but also hire us. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe but, me. You're still yeah, you like, like IT. Uh, yeah, we're good. Hire me. Um, but yeah, so that was everybody should go download episode six of Dino and Andy School Juice because mm-hmm. um, it's just it's it's quite enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, so that was our thirty thirty. I just yeah. I want to almost listen to it again. I did laugh a lot, and there was so much happening in it. Yeah, it was it was good, and it was it was it was hard because I recognized half of the voices. And so when a character change would happen, I wouldn't always pick up on it. Yeah. I couldn't follow half the time, but it was wonderful. Yeah. Like the jokes were all hilarious. Yeah. It was good jokes. It was good. And I just liked it. Like, I just loved how Andy and, and Dino were just like, there are people here that are, fam- that are more like, we are the least famous people in this room. Like they were just, they were just having fun with it. I think. Yeah, they were. And I'm glad they gave also, did you notice that Andy Dick played all women? I know. It was so funny. <laughs> he was great at it. Like he nailed it. He I was, so I was like, it was just really funny. He did a really good job. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. No, definitely check out school juice. All right, so the first episode that we're going to talk about today is episode 14, The C Word, mm-hmm. which is candy. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Let's let's go through this like they were talking about candy the whole time. I want candy. Boop, a doop, a doop. Aaron Carter? Boop, boop. Right? I think he, no, it's a song from like the 60s. But, not even okay, I think he did a... He did a cover of he it. Did that, that, that's the one I think of. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Carter. That he was singing about Hilary Duff. Right. Yes. They loved each other. Young oh, love. Man. So this episode aired... <laughs> I'm just going to keep trying to derail it and you're just going <laughs> to keep going. Uh, the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th, 2007. Mm-hmm. Director was adam bernstein and writer was tina fey oh yeah this episode tries and i think successfully achieves so much in one episode they take on gender Mm -hmm. and race and i don't know how they did it and golf (laughs) (laughs) touche so the recap for this is that liz overhears let's calling her a not so nice name Mm -hmm. she tries to figure out how to respond to that and jumps to two very different extremes Jack and Tracy play golf, not with Don Geis. Mm-hmm. Um, so the episode, op- you know what's funny is I've, sometimes the opening for the, sh- for the show is four minutes long mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a minute. Yeah. No, like, the cold open is, is wobbly. Like yeah. our, like our own. Like our own. Very true. Um, can I ask you something? 
sure. <laughs> you got so nervous. <laughs> Can I ask you, how do you, is this weird if I ask you, like, how do you feel? The C word is a really controversial thing, right? Some people are like, it's just the word. Yeah. And some people are like, it's the worst. Never use it. Do you have a feeling on this topic? Um, no, because I, I've, I've never been called it. Yeah. I've never been around people that that was a word they used. Mm-hmm. And, and may, maybe I would feel differently. Uh, like I, maybe I would be super, like I can understand why someone would be offended of it, but th- offended by it. And this goes to like the N word too. I think that, um, the, I, I, the one applies to you more than the other. Well, right, right, sorry, sorry. Not saying any of it. Uh, sorry, sorry. You're right, you. right. Don't but, apologize. I'm but, just teasing but you. But you know how, it, I don't know, but you know, I, I've never, like if somebody were to call me that, in a in a funny way this is not giving my friends permission to start calling me this like if someone were to say it to me in a funny way i it would, it would depend it wouldn't on upset you it's just contextual yeah it, the only reason i think it would upset me is because i think it's supposed to upset me and so i i think i think it just confused me more than anything but again i don't i don't surround myself with people that that is a a, a default word they would use when they don't like how a female is acting. You don't have a lot of weird British friends. I don't, but you know, it's, it's like this when it gets like, as we get into the episode, we'll talk about it, obviously, but when she comes that she, the thing that bothers her so much is that there's not a male equivalent. And that's the same thing. There with, is now. And it's fung dark. It is, but it's the same thing. Like with, with white, with, uh, with like the N word, like yeah. you can call me a cracker, but I don't, <laughs> okay we're gonna have to make this explicit now yeah i know right <laughs> i'm just kidding whoa now i'm just you kidding. know what i mean that there, there's no equivalent to no, offend there's not to offend me and so i i think that's that's so sad when a word can have such a powerful effect on somebody on, on an entire half half of a gender or an entire race and that there's no way to respond appropriately like your response is just to get angry and not that if someone calls you a name you should call them a name back but there, there's no appropriate response to that other than to just get, get angry about it and yeah. i don't know no it's just a complicated issue and i've never had it's interesting i mean i also i've only been called this by homeless people so i don't think that counts <laughs> um i don't you usually, really need to get rid of that friend I know. <laughs> <laughs> and also get them an apartment <laughs> Here's your keys. Goodbye. Right. Um, so I've never experienced it either in a way, like particularly in this context when it's so undermining in such an unfair way, which is what she's frustrated That's, about. I feel like today, like honestly, like I, I would sooner like the default response. Somebody would call me if I was acting like they'd call me a bitch. And that, that doesn't, I don't think I would have that same response to someone calling me that. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's what I would get called. And I wouldn't, I would be like, stop it. You're being stupid. And, I know what I, w- I know what I would respond to bitch with. I don't have a response to the C word. And I hate that we have to call it the C word and can't actually say it. Not that I, you know what I mean? That Yeah, no, and it's a word, I'm going to be honest, it's a word that makes me uncomfortable whenever it gets whipped out. Other than, again, for some reason when British people do it, it doesn't bother me. But other, because context, in British culture, it's not a big deal. Yeah. This word is like, there's jokes about it. Hot Fuzz has a really great joke with the C word that always kills <laughs> me with the swear box and everything else is bleeped out except the C oh, word. Oh, that's funny. Um, which is funny because the C word's the worst one. Yeah. But, um, uh, other than that one context, I don't like to hear it. I don't like the word. And I can't 100%. I don't have a reason like she does. It's just an ugly word, I think. And it's usually <laughs> used in an ugly way. Yeah. Because the kind of people who really feel like, comfortable oh, you with that word. Like, oh, you silly little... Th- like, that, well, yeah, that, it's, it, it's always used in a... <laughs> 
in a in a it's 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 meant to have a really to get derogative the response effect. that it's getting and it's usually meant in very derogative like i've the only times i've heard it that it really bothered me and i didn't love it but it's usually female comedians trying to take it back uh, um yeah. and, that and doesn't, it doesn't have the same effect it doesn't have the same effect in the end it's a lot usually it's the imbue it's the um it's imbued with chauvinism mm. or sexism or hatred yeah and, and that's again it's same with other really bad words is that's what it does but anyway okay that was a good question thank you i think about things i like it i appreciate that my and now i'm tired good night right like and we're done we did it we took it on um all right so the cold open for this episode involves it, it's in jack's office with predominantly with tracy and jack in there and they're talking and um tracy thinks he's getting in the, he's being called into the office because he's in trouble for sexual harassment uh-huh, to a little redheaded intern and <laughs> you just related to her and got I mad did. I'm like, uh. i saw a look on your face you were like uh-uh <laughs> mm-hmm. hey she asked and him. we are and, and and liz proves it it's true so uh but so jack is like no no that's not why i want to invite you to a golf tournament um for don guys and he doesn't know who don guy says the dude from my checks which i think is really but funny. no what's funny is the way that jack responds the dude, dude from, from your, your checks. checks like his voice <laughs> is so deep and serious it's so great it's really funny um and i did laugh though that so when liz comes in and she <laughs> don't worry like she asked for it and so then tracy leaves and liz notices that there's a painting of don geiss on the wall that apparently jack painted himself Ooh. Um, it's where the trivection oven used to be uh and so he, it's like he replaced it with the trivection oven but in the next episode the it's oven's back. back yeah no i noticed that as well yeah so sometimes he just whenever i i guess he's got geist on his mind right the painting comes up maybe they like are rotational like they flip uh, flips i hope he has so. a button that <laughs> one for yourself yeah consider it done right and then it ends with him singing simply the best which is a tina turner song oh really mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and i love it no i I, asked, I wrote what song is he singing i knew you'd know yep i knew you would know mm-hmm. um i really enjoy this like running motif that i think comes up a lot in the show uh well particularly jack always accidentally says things sexual that are like he uses sexual terms for not sexual things and it's a running thing but particularly with business i just find it because really, it's so <laughs> male heavy and it's yeah. so like hetero and aggressive he like you he ends up making it all very very sexual and it's people very gay and it's really yeah. funny and it's a running thing um which i appreciate i like that a lot mm-hmm. frank hat frank hat one million points mm-hmm. he earned <laughs> every one of them um and we so i i have seen this episode way too many times and up until me researching this episode i thought designing women was a tv show like a like a diy show like, oh no it's a sitcom it's, it's like golden sitcom. girls it yeah was like the 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 after golden girls golden girls yeah i have oh, no so, idea i mean that's a reasonable assumption yeah and i i never cared enough to look it up but i'm laughing now because why are you laughing i just never cared enough it's just funny (laughs) but it's funny because now that i know this i'm now like i was reading through i'm like oh like later on um frank is talking with pete and he was like yeah when delta starts packing it on he's talking about one of the characters from the show Mm -hmm. from designing woman and then at the very end uh liz is going on her little rampage while she's completely exhausted and you Mm -hmm. do not cross a sugar bagel woman that's also a line from designing women that i i always i 
they say so many random things. I never made that connection before. Oh, you thought when she just started randomly yelling, you never cross a sugar in a southern accent. You thought she was just yelling. You didn't realize she was nope. yelling like, nope. Oh, does it all make much more sense to it you does. now? It does. It was kind of, I'm Isn't so that glad that we have this podcast. No, I love it that <laughs> she like started in imbu- it The joke is that she like watched so much of it and she's so tired that she starts just becoming the character yeah. and the way the southern accent. You would never cross a sugar so bag of a woman. woman. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, no, I've never watched Designing Women. I've never watched Golden Girls. My mom wasn't into those. I think she associated them with um like weird parts of her childhood. So she did. I you know it's that thing if your mom doesn't like yeah. it when you're a kid you don't watch right, it. Right. And where am I gonna it's watch? The only Designing reason I Women watched now? Days of My Lives when I was younger was because my mother did watch it. Exactly. <laughs> so I was more of a Gilligan's Island girl. Um, um, I watched that too. Um, I loved Gilligan's Island. Every time <laughs> a palm tree falls over and it caves in because it's made of uh, cardboard, <laughs> it's my favorite. Or unshelled coconuts fall. Anyway, so I never really watched Designing Women, but. Um, Did you I've heard good things. Yeah, we get a, a female janitor in this episode. Did you notice that? I appreciate that ch- they trust a woman with trash. Well, because that's like, there are so many. There's uh, in, I didn't think of going back and through this, that in Bossy Pants, she goes through and lists out all the janitors at one point, And I think there's six of them. And I don't remember a female's name being listed. I don't, maybe it's like a, maybe they use like a gender, like neutral name. No, it's Teresa. Oh, it's not gender neutral. Because she literally says, sorry, Teresa. That wasn't a janitor. That was a cleaning lady. Difference. Is that really a difference? Yeah, it is a difference. I think. I don't know. At my work, we just have janitors. And some of them come around and they vacuum and some of them pick up the trash. Also, our janitors suck at picking up the trash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, you're going to find your cubicle even worse now because he listens. I, uh, we, have, we have multiple. and they're, they're females. I watched the chick walk into my office the other day. I was sitting at my desk and I watched her walk in, go past the pile of cardboard boxes that are labeled trash slash basura. That happened at all my old places, well, too. They, they walked past to the back of the office, walked back towards me and saw me and then retraced her steps to pick up the trash box that she was going to live there to leave um, there and so i on friday there had been boxes sitting there for three days and i took a picture and on monday if they're still there our building management company wow i will not make i'm never gonna make you mad <laughs> hell hath no fury like kelsey's scorned by a by a, by a janitor, janitor. <laughs> or a, a cleaning lady well please answer this question for us are there a difference between janitors and cleaning ladies and don't say gender yeah because oh, a man can be a be cleaning horrible. lady it's <laughs> <laughs> or a cleaning person let's it's be politically true. correct i this is the episode i wish actually now like looking back intelligently i should have saved this episode for Catherine to watch because mm. she the writer's room dynamic is really strong in this one and Very i think it actually strong. really looks at what is it to be a woman in power and what is it to be um to ro- to run a writer's room and i think she would have really enjoyed this so sorry Catherine. oops <laughs> <laughs> um we get a couple of sketch names we've got dancing with the hobo mm-hmm. america's top hobo hobo for the straight guy deal or no hobo and then there's another hobo one later on uh i don't remember what was called oh um, the amazing hobo <laughs> all of all of Lutz's amazing amazing sketch ideas um we get the f- first or we get we get a love interest for kenneth in this episode do you know who that is i do it's charlene yes and i i knew her name was charlene before i like i looked it up because i couldn't remember her last name um but been in anything i haven't even thought about she was in knocked up i mean recently oh i don't know her but this was her very first credit really yep. i mean she's really charming in it let's see what's her career look like i'm looking i've my friend's friend's band was her boyfriend of but so she would always show up at all these gigs and i was oh, always like fun. and i was like a weird 18 year old 
or no, I was probably old. I was probably 20. And I was just like, you dated Michael Sarah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's where, that's right. I forgot about that. But she's really cool. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I haven't seen her in anything recently. Is she in anything? Let's open IMDb. IMDb be my friend. Look up Charlene Yee. Yes, thank you, IMDb, for doing the thing I asked you to do. I, I'm i not seeing her in anything recent. Oh, she's been on... Oh, she's in the new Twin Peaks, and she was on in Steven Universe. Oh, my gosh, she was on Jane the Virgin. Now I'm just getting really invested in this. Jane <laughs> the Virgin. So she's just been on all the things I'm not watching. Great. <laughs> well done. Catch up. Well done. Yeah, but she's funny in this. She does a... I always wonder, do they pay her because she only has one line like how much right. does she get paid for one line because none of that whole thing like if an you actor doesn't hello. get a line oh yeah, yeah yeah like they don't get paid really so i don't even know but she does great in it yeah she does fantastic kenneth is surprisingly romantic with a bit like i don't know he's like ah i'm not myself around you. i know something about that always makes my heart go huh he's i he's I so mean, sweet we don't have to say how much we love i think it's kenneth, been clear we, do. we love kenneth oh man um I love when when so Tracy and Jack get to the golf tournament and they they're in front of Kenneth and honestly uh, and Charlene Kenneth and Grace and he asks if Don Geis is here yet and he's like no but I'll give you a signal he's like no, you don't need to do that I'll probably do it anyways and I love when we get the signal later his I can't do the the trill the like is that what it <laughs> there, I, I can't do it okay I once cool. took it upon myself to do a good pigeon impression and I worked on it for much longer than I should have <laughs> that's not a good one there it's much more settled than that but you know. <laughs> Um, can I just say I wrote yeah. that Christmas kiss and then I tried to draw the hard eyed emoji and I didn't do a great job. It's hard to draw. Um, like there's been times where I'll be typing on a computer and all I want to use the emoji, the emoji that I love more than anything is the crying laughing emoji. Yeah, it's a good. And one. there's you no do use that one. Well, I man. And there is no keyboard non-emoji way to convey that no it's true it's really weird i mean we're pretty much just going back to hieroglyphics but i really look forward (laughs) to the day where historians like and at and around 2010 emojis left the keyboard (laughs) and then started appearing in writing um because like i i like started weirdly using them when i handwrite because i don't know how to communicate without them right millennial (laughs) it conveys so much it conveys so much uh, it uh, at one point the scene uh, the blah 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 the TV show we're talking about Thirty Rock it jumps back to Liz and Pete talking about uh, whether Dennis Hastert has to fart live for the cold opener it can be pre recorded do you know who Dennis Hastert is Speaker of the House at one point mm-hmm. yeah look at me mm-hmm. and he is also an admitted child molester oh he was the one that that came out about didn't it yep so he would fart. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> oh, that that stereotype. <laughs> we get Rachel Dratch again as Cat, cat Lady. I wrote Cat time. Lady a lot. Yeah. Um, um, I I wrote. I don't know if this is. Le- I wrote read bossy pants bit, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you write that after Cat Lady? Yeah, and I don't know why. It was like one in the morning. Uh, oh well we'll move on if yeah. we if you for some reason see how bossy pants relates to all this let me know okay yeah all right anyway well oh, oh because this she talks about this in it and actually i was looking later that the plot line of her being called the c-word was inspired by colin quinn yes he called her that and so i think she writes uh she writes about it in bossy pants but doesn't name drop but she name dropped on an interview later yeah or no she uh, on howard stern right yeah, yeah that's so, yeah. why is howard stern the place where everyone says something <laughs> like what does he do what is howard i don't listen or watch howard stern. howard stern i'm not his like demo but i just don't get what he's doing that's getting all these great revelations like what about his long hair makes everyone trust him <laughs> I mean, I, my the most I trust the only thing that I trust. I'm like, oh, you look a little bit like Weird Al, so maybe I like you. 
that's does that, that make sense why. yes i cool. think it does um the use of uh the word runt among other things to block out the real word it's clever it's, it reminds me of uh, the n-word episode yeah the vacuuming that yeah. sort of thing it was very similar to that i know rachel dratch always always has a huge <laughs> plot she's like a plot device constantly which i appreciate yeah um when you get let's because like P- liz overhears let's calling her the c word and but he starts talking he's like she's just so mean da 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 I remember the first time I ever saw that I saw this thinking that it was me one of the situations where Liz assumes he's talking about her and she gets upset, but she leaves before the conversation is done. And so doesn't, and it ends up being about somebody other than Liz, but then he does end up saying Liz in the conversation, but doesn't say Liz until a couple of lines into it. And I just remember thinking that mm-hmm. maybe it's not about, Oh, it is Liz. Never mind. Yep. No, it's uh, it's definitely her. Um, uh, can we move on real quick to that now tracy uh the when he's like meeting don guys and all that <laughs> can we talk about what he's wearing his fancy sweatsuit <laughs> or the white jacket he had to get lent the the white jacket with the like fuzzy red shirt underneath and then a white undershirt underneath that it's he looks great <laughs> oh man it, like it was one of those jackets where they like give you it to the door because like sir there's a dress code right 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 exactly, That's exactly. What i mean he looks good but uh, this episode is so this is an episode that i felt weird watching now 10 years later or whatever oh, years. yeah 10 years oh goodness 10 years <laughs> no no, no almost we're 10 almost years. 10 nine. years nine. nine years later right because i feel like these issues are still really prevalent if anything they're more uncomfortable right mm. now i feel like there was a lull in the early aughts with like like dealing with apparent racism i think we all like everyone like took a breather from the 90s and now we're kind of back in it again right and this episode these issues he brings up about like you want to use me you're trying to stereotype me oh yeah and we'll talk where they get to is interesting but i just honestly it's really uncomfortable and hard to watch at times but what intrigued me is that he got really upset he'll make jokes and everyone would laugh and then tracy looks upset and he's Mm -hmm. a comedian you think he would really love the laughs well i wonder i wrote this at one point that i i wonder if like if if jack had just been honest with him from the get-go like i'm bringing you here like which he should have been right right like that it's one of those situations where I, tracy just thought he was gonna go play golf with jack and like suck up to to guys where if he had just said like like i think if jack had been honest with tracy i would hope or maybe that tracy would have that been tracy would bit. have seen it as a race thing yes 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 because i don't i don't think it was and I, th- I think uh we should just talk about this now so the whole i mean the whole overarching thing where he gets offended and thinks he's being used and stereotyped as a black man uh, as an entertainer not someone to be taken seriously J- i mean jack makes interesting arguments saying like look play the game I-, I don't know if that would rest now though i don't think that works hmm. this whole idea like play the game be smart about it let's both win there's like legitimacy to that but also i don't know if that works like i feel like 10 years later we're at the place where, like no you shouldn't have to play the game you shouldn't have these things assumed of you i don't know it's just really complicated it was just really complicated considering where we are right now as a culture i felt uncomfortable or Did maybe you or no? maybe jack wasn't I don't, I didn't think about it in that way. <laughs> uh, you don't think about race constantly, Kelsey? Constantly. I do. I think I, because I think I, I, I'd like to think that Jack invited Tracy to be the solicit because it's like he, he invited Tracy to be his character, not the person. And because he sees Tracy being funny and charming and funny little skets, sketches, and that's who guys sees. And that's who guys's grandkids love that i i think that jack jack should have i i see i i would like to think that it wasn't jack intentionally being racist that it was jack wanting tracy to show up as 
Tracy the character instead of Tracy the actor. Which is, and yes, I think that's legitimate. It's still really flawed. Um, It's just a bummer because what he expects out of Tracy the actor also fills a lot, which is partly, ah, it's just so I get so uncomfortable. Don't actors have those expectations now though? Sometimes like you, like you can't post the type of stuff on social media because you have a brand, you have an image. I mean, and I guess that's actually really, really true. Um, Basically, I was just intrigued because I think when this episode came out, I think I think Tracy's feelings were like still legitimate, but it was a little more like, well, Jack's right. And now as I watch oh, this, I'm okay. like, I don't know if Jack was fully right at the end. Like Tracy should play the system, but also he should be. And he's right. His truth bombs were not played well. Like Tracy Mm-mm. was wrong, I think. I think there's much. Right. He handled it. Everybody handled strategy, it wrong. Yeah. But also like Jack's saying, like, play the system, get what you want. There's a point where it's like, I don't know. Because he was right when he said, why don't you have more black people here? Yeah. Like, that oh, was a yeah, really yeah, good yeah. question. Absolutely. And that's a question that should have been asked. And the fact that I didn't like that Jack swept that under the carpet. I like that Jack was like, look, strategize how you approach these things. Yeah. But I didn't like that Jack swept that under the car- uh, carpet. I didn't like the guy, the Carlton guy being put <laughs> down. But um, it's a really legitimate question. It was painful to see get shot down because that's something we're dealing with still. Yeah. I think I think that's I how that. I felt. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, I can see that. Did any of that make sense at all? Yes, I think, I, think you're I just good. word vomited feelings. You're good. Cool. Um, moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be sad more. Yeah, Frank had a couple of hats. So he had the one million points. He also had UFO cop. Which well, how does that work? Like, is he poli- Is he like pulling them over when they're speeding? Like, he's in a spaceship and he's like pulling over the UFO or is he a cop who's like who's like been burned and like his sister was kid was um taken up into space abducted and now he's looking for them Ooh, he's like, like known kind Mulder. of as that crazy cop who like he thinks there's aliens and he like there are like but he had like episode Don't one knock ends Mulder. with him like seeing an actual alien abduction that is literally what happens in x-files don't knock is it, it really yeah that's what i, I was leading it towards the sister abduction is an x-files oh thing. awkward sorry no i did that to you i set you up for that it's all right um we also get this is an unofficial hat but frank is wears a hat that says happy new year on it it's a happy new year hat um, and it's on top of a red hat that you can't really read and then later on frank <laughs> is wearing another hat but you can't read it cuts really far in the background and it's green i'm sorry i was that must have been really hard for you it was really really sad. Do you zoom and everything um well it was like super fast and i like i screenshotted it and then okay i screenshot it and you can't see it anymore because the netflix app just changed and you can't screenshot episodes anymore it just it's really funny because it screenshots the captioning but the actual image does not show up weird yeah. what were people doing probably doing what i was trying to do but posting it on social media i mean like how else am i supposed to make memes if i'm of like scenes right so i ended up i i took i was watching some of the episodes on my tv last night and i was pausing the tv and zooming in on my cell phone and taking a picture that way it was kind of lame Mm -hmm. let's see so we so they're going through the different he's liz is upset that there's not another name you can call a guy and so they go through I mean, Fung Dark is a winner in my book. It's well, just so well, silly. Well, not so, but but she's sitting there saying, "Let's call me that word." And he's like, "That can mouth hooker, monster bitch, hatchet face, <laughs> the one that rhymes with your favorite Todd Rundgren album, which is actually Runt. That's what the name of his uh, album is. Hermit of Mink Hollow. Yes, that was Hermit really of funny. Mink Hollow. Gosh, uh, Mungus Fung Dark. Mungus Fung Dark. Fung Dark's a fave of mine. I think I use that the way like in Friends you use the uh, Vinopoly, like the, the hands yeah, yeah, gesture. Yeah, yeah. I use Fung Dark. I like that. I love Fung Dark. It's such a funny word to say. Everyone say it in your car or in your office right now. One, two, three. Fung Dark. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Didn't we have fun? I'm so sorry if you just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I know so, some like bald man turns around and he's like, hey, excuse you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, can we talk about Tracy's golf outfit? He looks amazing. His in plaid. Bright yellow. Oh, it makes me so happy. No, it, again, it was just so painful watching him do that minstrel showish type thing. I was like, ah, like mm. it was painful. But um, when you know that when he starts yelling, the I'm black, I may even be ugly, but dear God, I'm here, I'm here. His voice. It's, I'm it, proud. it's a, a line from the color purple. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. No, I mean, he, it's really fun. It just jacks face the entire time. Also, that other guy, I don't know the, the character's name, Ted and uh, Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Ted My, was best known for using his corporate credit card at a gay strip club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looks so unsurprised. That cracks me up because I like, I have a company credit card and the only I have issues sometimes with buying stuff on Amazon and accidentally selecting the wrong card. And I'm like I had to turn in receipts and I had to like pay my company. I'm like, here's a receipt for thirty two dollars. I bought 24 uh, beach balls. <laughs> and happened to be like, sorry. I am assuming I know what that was for, but that's still really funny. Yeah. It was <laughs> I love having to make those explanations. Um, so Liz is getting taken advantage of, of her team because she's trying to not be that word that let's called her. And she just gets taken advantage of. And, Pete comes in and is like listening to Liz saying, I let them do this. I let them do this. And he's like, you, you do not let them do that. By the way, can I have some money? Cause I'm going to scores with Lutz and Frank and scores is a gentleman's club. Um, I, was only, th- I thought only it was definitely two, like an arcade. Uh, me too. Me like they're going to go play like roller <laughs> hockey or but something. They only have two and a half stars on Yelp. So Ugh, mm. they, well, that's not surprising knowing their taste, right? Like a low end. I say, Frank likes Frank likes some weird. Yeah. Um, I love at the end because you always just see Tracy in these crazy situations and he's hilarious. But at the end when he gets up there and it's really it's, emotional, it's really yeah, powerful. He does such a good job at pretending he has a daughter with diabetes. No. And I love that because here's the thing. I think for me personally, it's easy to lose Tracy Mor- Morgan and Tracy Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like the two, because I haven't seen him in much other than some SNL sketches yeah. where he's also being silly. I I mean, we've talked about this. Like, I confuse the two, and that's ridiculous. But, I mean, he's playing an iteration of himself. Yeah, yeah, So, I love seeing these moments where you see, I think, Tracy... Um, it's both Tracy Morgan and Tracy Jordan, but that well you just see he is a really talented performer it's not just he's good at being yeah. the fool he's re- really amazing at conveying emotion mm-hmm. um and i yeah i found that whole moment really but he tears up it's super moving yeah but and then i just love that in the whole time you as the audience you're oh my gosh he does he has he has a daughter like and then she gets off the stage he's like yeah i don't have a daughter like the whole <laughs> casting call on monday he's so good <laughs> um i want to back up though there's a moment where um she brings cupcakes and frank sniffs it <laughs> I didn't and you don't even that. see him eat it you just see him sniff it and then it cuts with it in front of him and he sniffs he just has the weirdest moments with food and i want to start i want to do like a super cut of just frank and food because frank <laughs> always does weird stuff like that with food he like <laughs> licks things he picks meat off the floor he uh-huh. sniffs the cupcake he just does not have a healthy relationship with food no um and i i want can someone make a super cut of frank and food <laughs> thank you <laughs> um I like at the end when when Liz is just at her breaking point and she's yelling at the team and I I like when she made the comment to to Jack when she's like now go away I need to yell at my team and I don't want you there like that I can relate to so much yeah it was really good let me just do this and then he walks into the room anyway and but I like when she's just at the very very end it's a really sweet moment yeah I like with with Pete standing there and Jack making eye contact with Pete like take her into her office like with the hand motion the way he carries her yeah i i liked watching that relationship between pete and jack because they both care for liz so much they care like so much they both realize like something is going on here let's push her in here um which i i, I liked watching them to like have that eye connection moment of 
let's get her out of here. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, um, it's a really sweet moment. I really love the whole time. Pete just, Pete is a bit of a lame duck most of the time, but he mm-hmm. has really great moments. And one of them is like when he is in the office, he goes, do you think Jack cares what people are saying? No. Yeah. Like he, he is of all the characters that is the truest feminism. And he's d- doing the best of supporting her being like, no, you don't need to worry about this. You're great. Yeah. Go in there, do this thing. Um, and I just really appreciate that. I appreciate, I don't know. It's just really kind yeah and i just appreciate how pete sticks up for her so i really enjoyed that um do you i'm going through my notes like do you have a favorite line i have a couple can i read them i guess i like (laughs) the words fiddle faddle yes um we're eating fiddle faddle i like the part she goes this what this isn't hitler's bonker that would make me hitler Um, and then I like, oh, it's like dating Katie Couric all over again. Oh, I saw that line too. Um, oh, and I really like the bit. He goes, we were in a, she threw up while we were in the Jaguar dealer. So on Easter, they're in a Jaguar dealership. I thought that was so funny. His details when he's telling the story about his non-existent daughter are amazing. Yeah, I know. Um, I think my favorite lines, I loved, uh, when Jack and Tracy come back from Connecticut and, uh, Jack is talking with Liz and she asks him if you, did you win your golf parade? which I really liked that one a lot. Um, there was also, I all the lines with Rachel Dratch's lines when she's trying to cover up the C word and she's just like, Runt, has anyone seen my Runt? Mm-hmm. And then there's another one where uh, I'm going to name you Runty. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that we know that Lutz is from Alaska. Yeah. So don't make me go back to Alaska. <laughs> I hate it there. Um, so I really want to make a flow chart where we just track all these weird details, particularly about Lutz mm-hmm. and Sue and a lot of the other writers. Cause they just keep particularly those two. They just add all the time. Yeah. I just really want to be a graphic designer who can make these things, but I'm not. So if, if anyone wants to donate their time and skills, this has been a major casting call. Uh, episode. I just like so. asking people to do things for me. I like it. Do it. Um, I also really like the line when, when Tracy is getting introduced to all these fancy people in Connecticut and they're talking and his response is somebody commenting on him is like, damn straight. I'm delightful. <laughs> um, and he also goes in on this whole little, not a tirade, but well, kind of, he talks about the sun and the army's messing with the sun. He's just da 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 da. And they heard just these three very white, very confused women watching him talk. They're like, it's a, this is just great for a podcast, but it cracked <laughs> me up that they are very confused of what he's talking about. Mm, yeah. I like this episode though. I like this one too. I think it's funny. Again, I'm really impressed that she's like, we're not just going to take on feminism and women in the workplace. We're also going to deal with racial expectations yeah. in the workplace. <laughs> um, so there's like really, again, she does this. It, it's really tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, she's just really good at it, like establishing like, Hey, there's something funny about this. This is kind of weird, but also it's funny and we're not going to take ourselves too seriously because we're just yeah. a silly sitcom. And I just love that balance. It starts a conversation that it, it doesn't attempt to end. It's just like, huh, this is weird. Um, and I really enjoy that, that it's a show that talks about racism and feminism. Yeah. Like, that's so weird. I mean, I guess shows have been doing that for a while. It's not that weird, but like, for a while. I'm not this brave. Mm-mm. No. So our second episode that we're going to talk about today is episode 15 of season one. Hardball. This episode is, f- I was like, oh, I don't like this episode. And oh, then Jenna I wasn't it. in the last episode. Jenna wasn't in the last episode. But here's the thing. I went to this episode being like, oh, I, don't, I don't think I like this one. And I was like, oh, I love this episode. This mm-hmm. episode makes me laugh. Yeah. Isn't that good? I like this one, right? Yeah. That's always <laughs> a good thing. This episode aired on February 22nd, 2007. 
Uh, director was Don Scardino, mm-hmm. and writers were Tina Fey and Matthew Hubbard, who he previously did the rural, rural juror. I do, I'm like shocked at how hard it is, it is for us to say this. <laughs> rural, rural juror. Um, um, the recap of this guy is that Jenna has to do damage control after several public moments of being an idiot. Tracy has some uh, some moments of receiving some hard truth, and Liz and Jack negotiate Josh's, Josh's contract. Ooh. Did you know that Maxim does not have a funniest woman in comedy list? <laughs> I love the idea that Max would even care about women well, being funny. I started Googling like Maxim's funny list and I did every single link. Like it, it like all it was just like Maxim's hottest woman. And I did not want to click on because it was taking me to Maxim's. I'm like, nope, nope. All right. Like nothing funny. Cool. We're good. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm like, a, I'm a bit of a grumpy feminist today. I don't know where it's coming from. It's okay. Um, I, uh, but I keep hearing myself say things and I'm like, Ooh, Kimmy, calm down. <laughs> um, the whole world is enough to get you. Like it's all right. It's fine. No, but seriously, um, poor Jessica Simpson, because Jessica Simpson is a lovely person, but like comedy, I don't not see known as being for the funniness, not known for the funnies, no. not known for the funnies. And that's okay. Not everybody has to be funny. <laughs> Though, did you see Dukes of Hazard? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Did you see that movie? Nope. No. Johnny Knoxville's in it though. And Sean William Scott. They're both people I actually like. I know. You like Kimmy. You like Johnny Knoxville. And I was like, I'm like, (laughs) The Ringer was kind of cute. And had John I love The Ringer. I did love The Ringer. The Ringer's charming. And it has Rip Torn, who is, you know, who Rip Torn is? Don Guys. Oh, there we go. It comes first. That's right. It comes full circle. I like it. So, what does this open episode open with? So, episode opens with the photo shoot. Um, that was really funny. I yeah, enjoyed that which sequence. is uh, this happens again later on, but with Jenna not being the subject. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. this does happen again, which we'll cracks me it. up because in the episode later on, she makes some comments like "Don't use any of their props," sort of thing, and yet she is hardcore using props in here. So maybe this is the moment that she learned those lessons to pass on to the other person starring. I love how much Jack loves negotiating that he ends up booking himself for a 2.30 a.m. meeting. How horrible is that? I just don't even know why P played. I mean, just like, I guess men. But yeah, them doing that was ridiculous. <laughs> I like can't even. What? But then again, they're there at weird hours. That is a weird job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, the joke about a Nigerian prince and how it worked out. That is that is a joke I've heard, I believe, on three shows. The only one I remember it being on is Fly the Concords is a running okay. joke about like Murray. They're like loving and dopey and kind of stupid band manager keeps giving money to Nigerians like no stop giving our band money away we're losing it that's a fraud and at the very end the Nigerian prince comes and thanks them and gives that's them a lot of money so funny it's so funny I, I love the idea that the, there are some good Nigerian princes out there that actually need money I've had one uh, write me I actually wrote with one a little bit because I thought it was funny oh, you- <laughs> um, I get weird emails through work so I got some weird I got some e- emails that were like you are very beautiful and I'm like thank you, you I'm glad you can tell through this computer right <laughs> um, and then we wrote and I was like he was like oh I see you know da 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 and he, but he sent the first email to 10 like or like 50 women oh and like and didn't and then, BCC them no didn't bcc them rule number one of scamming bcc and then i was like "Ooh!" and then i just started getting really dramatic i'm like but don't you love them as much as me (laughs) um and then i just gave up because it was boring i didn't respond one of my favorite things to do is to screw around with sales calls or that sort of a thing there's this scam that goes around sometimes that somebody calls claiming to be from Microsoft and that you've got a virus on your computer and they'll call and say, hello, I'm not going to do an accent because I don't do it, but they'll call and say, hi, we're from Microsoft and you have a virus on your computer. Can we please connect to your computer? And you'll be like, and, and 
it 100% works. Like a lot of people, oh my gosh, you're from Microsoft. And then, so they Wasn't call that call center that they thought was Apple or something that just, or iTunes. It was like a call center. It's, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. That they sound legitimate and they'll call me and this happened. Oh my gosh. A month or two ago. Uh, maybe like six months ago they called and, and I was Stop like, lying to me. Sorry, Kelsey. sorry, sorry. And they called asking, saying, Oh my gosh, you have a virus on your computer. And I work in it. I literally have three computers sitting in front of me. And I'm like, what computer? And they're like the one you use. And I'm like, well, there are three in front of me. Which computer is it? I'm like, well, the one you're actively using. I'm like, well, what operating system is it? Cause I have three computers in front of me and all three of them have different operating systems. And they're like the windows seven one. I'm like, mm, that's interesting. The windows seven one is the one that's turned off. No, ma'am. I did not say windows seven. I said windows 10. Oh, okay. And it goes back and forth every time I would, well, what you're saying is a lie, ma'am, you heard me wrong. And he ended up cussing me out. And it was the, it was like five o'clock on a Friday night. And I put him on speakerphone because one of my coworkers was still there and we were crying because he would like, he'd like, ma'am, ma'am, you're not listening to me. You need to stop you little freaking doodle. And he would, he would like start talking quietly and like called me the F word. I'm like, can I talk to your supervisor? Can I talk to your freaking supervisor? Like it was the, oh, the cat's home. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I could not stop. And he would not hang up and i'm like if you're getting frustrated with me why don't you hang up i'm having a great time and it was so funny so if somebody calls how long did it go 15 minutes how did it finally end he finally hung up like oh, it, i literally won. had to keep telling me you need to hang up you need to hang up and and he was like you just need to go to your computer and run this script i'm like okay okay and i was sitting away from my computer at that point and they'd have me he'd lest out you're gonna you're going to hit the start menu and in the little search bar type in cmd and it's gonna open up your your whatever and i was like okay and as he's telling me what to type in i'm saying it out loud so uh, one of my my coworkers, he's in there. He's typing up what I'm saying. He's like, yeah. Well, he's pulling up. It, it, it was it was just the funniest thing. And he was getting so mad that he was not getting access to my computer. And he started cussing me out. And it was the best Friday ever. Oh, I can't even imagine being. Well, I would be like, sir, can they hear what I'm saying? Can, don't <laughs> respond. Are you there against your room? <laughs> Are they threatening your family? Why do you need this job? Uh, that. would you like to do a real job i'll do that i'll, I'll do that next like i i get these calls like once every like three or four months and i don't know why that's just, i can't even imagine having that life i can't even imagine being the person that that's my job which it is a real job in some places so yep crazy um anyways i, I love the name <laughs> fat balls fat balls yeah he's getting he's his, getting uh, his uh hotel management degree hotel at administration at cornell Hold, yeah that's but a good program young larry he's with jay-z cheese he's with ghostface killer and fat balls. Well, go ahead, fat balls. <laughs> go ahead, fat balls. Um, this is so we get the joke that is a running joke throughout this episode where I want to take it behind the middle school and get it pregnant because that's that's Tracy's that's Tracy's go-to joke in this episode, which is really funny. Um, and that he decides that he needs to add another member to the entourage, and Kenneth walks up. And I love that he adds Kenneth as a member of the entourage for harmonizing. I love that Kenneth. The part of that joke that Kenneth found funny was what he said, which is "ha, pregnant cornbread." Yeah, <laughs> not like the absurdity of like the the, the statement. It was the fact that that image of pregnant cornbread. Pregnant cornbread. Also, I just realized that the when the door had been open and we've had the air conditioning off for like three hours. Oh, it's like I just took dollar bills and threw them out the window. Bye, money. You're just raining money over I'm here. I'm just throwing them out on the balcony. So sorry, anyway, Kimmy's roommate. Sorry for that noise. Um, I love that there's another Annie song in the show. I read that like too. the second Annie mm -hmm. song already? There's so much. Why yes, is she so into Annie? Tomorrow. <laughs> Why is she so into Annie? Well, I mean, I love Annie too. I mean, that so. much? 
when it was on yeah <laughs> not when it was on like when you the, just said that really aggressively <laughs> I, is it because she's a redhead yes 100 yes. <laughs> um we get a uh, frank hat we have it either says freeze it or squeeze it something easy i wish it said both of it right <laughs> squeeze, <laughs> freeze it, freeze it. Freeze it and squeeze it <laughs> Um, I also really enjoyed so that Jen. So there's the plot line where Jenna said she hates the troops when she met theater troops. So they thought she meant she hates the troops. That's such a great. It's such situation. a ridiculous thing. But also, so this news is where Jenna Mo, whatever she says her name is, in hall these holly weirdos, weirdos which is that, Rachel Dratch. Did you not find that to be really weird? That because okay. I, maybe I'm wrong. I was raised with the notions that CNN was more middle of the ground mm-hmm. road. Fox is super right leaning. Yep. MSNBC is super left leaning. So it was so weird to watch a blonde woman say these holy weirdos <laughs> on an MSNBC show. Well, I would. And they have I to would, be MSNBC. I don't know. If, NBC I don't know if NBC thinks likes to think of themselves as. Maybe. have they met keith olbermann well wow. did they ever meet keith olbermann <laughs> i'm just saying so i just found it, it was really weird because nowadays i think i mean maybe they didn't i don't and i don't know what msnbc is now post oh, keith olbermann but like msnbc then was definitely very left-leaning okay. versus i mean again i don't even watch the news cycle anymore but i just thought it was really weird to see someone who's clearly like I don't know. To, didn't you? She hit you as like a Fox News stereotype, mm-hmm. and she was on MSNBC. Wrong. The validity of this world didn't stand up to me. <laughs> Sorry. This is like a weird Kimmy, bone to pick. But this, this show is, the hell is I'm not dying. always about. <laughs> it is about you. politics. They talk about Barack Obama. Ooh, <laughs> did you love that little Barack Obama Hillary moment in this episode? Yeah. They talk about Barack and Hillary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was like, oh yeah, with the, which it's funny because I remember those shirtless pictures of Obama. Like, I just remember that happening. I mean, like. That happened a lot. That whole mm-hmm. th- stupid thing she says where she she mixes up Barack Obama and Barack Osama. Uh, and uh, Osama bin Laden was like, I almost said Barack Osama. <laughs> See, it's it was so really confusing. easy. It's so confusing. Yeah. No, but I remember when that would happen a lot in the news. That happened like regularly in the news. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who. So Frank is going through the magazine with uh, Jenna listed as one of the funniest women in comedy. And he's like, where's Jack A? And I didn't know who Jack, Jack A, a w- is. So it's Jack A. Harry. And it's the mom from sister, sister, <laughs> Lisa from sister, sister. As soon as I looked up who the actress was, I was like, Oh my gosh, I remember her. That's really funny. I thought it was Jack. At my first thought, I'm like Jackie Cajun. And then I was like, Oh no, probably not. Probably. Not. I don't see her being a woman who likes Maxim. <laughs> There's that moment where Josh is looking at, uh, like, taking a photo of his throat. And do you, do you remember what he said? Okay, good. I never caught that before. I <laughs> Me never. Because I wrote it down and I went, huh. <laughs> you know, that's I, not, that's, that's not a vulva. Nope. That's not a vulva <laughs> at all. Because they make that uvula. joke. It's a uvula. They make that joke. Do you know where else they make that joke? Mm. Monster House, Dan Harmon's movie. Really? Yeah, the kid. Uh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. He, they, they make it a different way where he's like, um, the avio- what is it called again? Aviola. The uvula? The uvula. He's like, oh, it's a girl house. <laughs> he like, mixes it up when they see the uvula in the monster house. And oh I remember thinking gosh. that was so funny when I was like 13. Um, <laughs> when, when you just had like your first little round of sex ed or whatever. Exactly. But I just, um, there's also a really good vulva that joke the, on the Arrested American Development. Girl doll book. So you get Jenna gets on hardball and she's being interviewed by these people. I know she just wants the troops to kill everyone and come home. <laughs> come home. And everyone. Tucker Carlson, he's a political news correspondent. Is he the one on the right? Yeah, the, the, I know. The, of the course, really that's, that, that's uh, yes. Uh, yeah. But got it. Um, and he was recently in the ru- in the in the ruse in the news because he's upset that Tim Kaine ref- had to neuter himself when he said that he was Hillary Clinton's right hand person instead of right hand man. 
man he was mad that he is that the hill him. you really want to die on uh, right i mean but it's 24 hour news cycle he had to talk about something right. also he was really handsome i like that for someone who's super hot you're really cranky <laughs> <laughs> do you see him like break a couple times and smile <laughs> he was pretty hot i'm not gonna lie it's true. um i'm gonna ask a really stupid question i mix up bill o'reilly and chris matthews which one was that Mm, I think it was Bill O'Reilly. I think it's, I think it's Chris Matthews. Oh. No, that's Chris Matthews because Bill O'Reilly's on the on the Late Show a lot, and I know what he looks like. Okay. I mix them up because they're both like in their fifties and sixties. White, men white all dudes. Look the same. They do look the <laughs> same, particularly when they're over fifty-five. It's true. Um. Anyway, if Chris Matthews was not fifty-five, there, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the interview was really funny, though. It was really, really, really funny. I'm trying to think what else. I really just love that Jack solution when he's like, you have a lot of problems, Lemon. And the solution was like, she was like, I wrote an op-ed under Jenna's name that puts the media, media on trial. trial. He's like, nope, you're going to put her in an outfit. She's going to sing a song with Love America. You're going to put dancers wearing <laughs> That rhymes, make them pay with USA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget how much you could say things like that back then because that was so right? really fresh, after, fresh enough after 9-11 because you can't say make them pay anymore because I think they've paid. Right. Mm. Um. So... One of the Jewish holidays they mention when Josh is trying to renegotiate his contract, one of them is not a thing. No, it's made up. Even the weird sounding ones. Yeah. I know that. But the other one is real. Uh, S-U-K-K-O-T. It's the one that he ends up getting and it's the Feast of the Tabernacles where they live in temporary shelters for seven days as a reminder of um, when they were in the wilderness interesting yeah i'm learning so much all right um i looked up to see just i like the line where so liz is all ticked off that she's in this negotiation thing and and they embarrassed her and and jack liz doesn't feel that they are being that josh and his agent alan are being punished enough um because they kind of get what they want for some they, they get a good deal of it i guess mm -hmm. and he's and so she's like no no no, do the worm do and, the worm and jack's response is good lord the worm that's so degrading are its origins are german and i think that's the funniest line and i looked at why just, i just think it's funny because no explain no, i'm sorry oh. that's such a, i shouldn't just like judge you like but what about the german thing made you off i didn't like it didn't strike me oh really yeah just because it's cruel like yeah. why is it German? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I just thought it was hilarious. It is. It is pretty funny. Yeah, it's not German though. <laughs> no, the worm is not German. I, I looked it up, and it's like although the although the inventor of the worm is not uh, of although the inventor of the worm is not known for certain, the earliest recorded video of the dance being performed was in 1980 during a grade school gym class in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Not <laughs> surprising. I, I just uh, breakdancing is not German. No, it, no. Electronic music is German. Mm -hmm. Breakdancing is not German. Is that considered breakdancing? The worm? Yes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if the crab is, but breakdancing oh, is. Oh, yeah. Because by 1985, the Cedarburg, uh, Wisconsin would adopt the title of the breakdancing capital of the Midwest. Hey, oh, they got to have something. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I can't imagine Cedarburg <laughs> has anything other than cedars. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I like when Kenneth said I watched you European kiss someone. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there other types of kissing other than French kissing with European? No, I just think I, I I just think Kenneth is one of those like lovely little mid like southern guys who like doesn't have he a concept to offend of, somebody by saying French. Say European. Well, I just think he doesn't have like a real concept of anything outside of America, so it's just Europe. Fair enough. It was just funny. I don't know. I just found that line really funny. It was like a nice little twist. Yeah, I like it. Mm, <laughs> Excuse you. Oh, what was that? Um, I noticed in this episode that uh, Tracy no longer has his aquarium. I don't remember when it went away. I don't know. This might be the first one, but he now has a lizard instead of the aquarium. Yeah, the lizard. <laughs> I love the lizard. 
Um, back to the worm and to the crab doing that crab walk. I really enjoyed yeah. that because like they're like, oh, it's it's gotten weirdly sexual. And then you just hear I'd never heard it the thumping on the ground. You can hear the thumping of the feet. No, no. So they're saying like, never the crab attack the worm, attack the worm. Right. And then it's just showing Liz and uh, and uh, oh, that Jack. you can hear they're actually fighting, sort of a thing. No, no, no. But she, he's like, oh, it's getting weirdly sexual, and they're like, Ugh. and then you just hear like a thumping, and it's so funny. Why is thumping sexual? Because it's humping. Is that what that was supposed to yes, be? Yes, that's why I they're s- saying it's like, it like turned into humping. Uh oh. I took it as I'm like I'm glad I got to pull this joke apart for you. <laughs> I just thought it was like because like they're doing the crab, like their feet have to like pound on the ground, or like they're doing the worm, and so it's like a thumping noise. I didn't think of the thumping being them together. That's. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like anything. It was like it, it, you don't have to think that it actually happened. Like it was just like it got weird. <laughs> you know, they did it. Act- <laughs> it just like got weird in the moment, but they had a sound effect that was funny. That's all I'm trying to say. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, fashion corner, Liz, that sweater cardigan combo, mm-hmm. she looks good. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that kind of like kind of uh, Asian silk looking design on that <laughs> on that shirt. What you didn't notice? You tend to notice the fashion stuff more than I do, which is fine. I mean, I'm just like talking about the fabric. <laughs> you notice that stuff. Um, I love see patterns. I don't see. I just see people. I'm pattern blind. <laughs> okay i also i really really thought that tracy i need to look at that weird sweater he wears so that ending which is a, a reference to the bodyguard have you seen the bodyguard with kevin costner and whitney houston which part that of bit ending? where he's walking out and all the fans are mobbing them because they're mad at jenna and that's why he's singing i will always love you yes it's because that's the end um have you ever seen the bodyguard of kevin costner whitney mm-hmm. houston um i watched it i wasn't in the right frame of mind when i watched it so i don't know it was like good it was just it's just like that 80s like super romantic movie you need yeah, to watch this movie. Okay. It's, like, it's like 1980s like super romance okay it's like young whitney houston hot kevin hot costner i was like kevin hotner kevin hotner he was kevin hotner kevin costner okay so hot kevin costner okay and um it's like the whole movie about how he's your bodyguard and he falls he's like really annoyed at her like they were gonna remake it with Dwayne the rock johnson and miley cyrus and they were like this is it and then they're like oh yeah this is a terrible idea bad idea but it's basically he like doesn't like her she's boring blah 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 like she's really annoying and then he falls in love with her and there's like a final scene where she gets mobbed by like a scene where she gets mobbed by fans and he carries her and the song i will always love you comes from the movie god it's a soundtrack so that was a reference to that but of course you can't use the Whitney houston so it's him singing it which is ridiculous it's amazing and then carrie and it's so funny got it that's all okay. i just really liked it. i'm like no, this is I a really weird moment to just put in a bodyguard reference mm-hmm. or the bodyguard reference um and i really really and then poor kenneth just gets left behind I, well yeah uh, i like it's like you really saved us back there trey mm-hmm. um i <laughs> like when damn straight uh oh no, i did not like so alan is josh's um manager and everything he says just makes me cringe let me check my yeah. my sketch we're gonna have a, a big negosh i'm like stop okay we should talk about the actual save the troops episode thing she does <laughs> yeah. um with the day i i, I <laughs> like that song is so ridiculous but then the ending with the swastikas is just so funny oh all right they're on fire and they're not turning and they look like swastikas, swastikas. <laughs> I, I like that you get their train of thought as they're watching it, which is the same thing that everyone else would get. So exactly. It was really funny. I just remember that like insane, like brand, like that, how crazy it was for like the, like five to 10 years right after nine 11, where it was just that, ins- like that it, American pride like, and be the- American. It was really nationalistic. And mm-hmm. it's really weird now because we're not that way right now. Yeah. And part of me, miss- I miss that idea that we're all like, we're all pumped that we're American. And then there's a part of me that's like, Oh, this is weird. Yeah. 
Um, I also really love though that bit where she's like, "What? Just because I think gay dudes can adopt babies and that we should all drive hybrid <laughs> cars doesn't mean I'm not American." She smiles and winks. Yeah, I thought that was charming. Again, I was so intrigued. That used to be a really liberal. It's like how when you watch West Wing now, and that was like that was so liberal, and now it's kind of more normal. It's, yeah, it's no, it doesn't seem like extreme. it's not that extreme to think with the things she thought, and that's interesting to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite line? Um, I think I like when. Uh, when the line when Kenneth is first becoming a member of the entourage mm-hmm. and he starts singing and either Grizzard.com goes, this is a really special day. <laughs> I really like that. I love that one. Do you know what their uh, full names are that we found out apparently Griswold, in this episode? Griz, Griswold and uh, oh, Darty or something? Slarty. Slarty, there we Slarty go. Slarty or something Slarty, like that. Yeah. I can't quite say it. Um, oh, the how to squeeze it. That's what IMDb said. Uh, well that's what I'm because you can't see what the beginning of it is so I don't know if they made like I thought it was freeze it and then I read IMDB IMDB is the ultimate source Mm-hmm. you don't trust I me I want to be the ultimate source I mean I think you are I think, you, I think you've made yourself I'm like I am um, I think I also like You're so the line, Grizz I think it's best you come sit on me Grizz I think it's best you come sit on me yeah I think that was really and, Grizz and, you best sit on me and also one more and then you can go as, like, I knew you weren't ready for the big chair <laughs> when they're when they're negotiating and he just she just ruins it um for me i think it's either him saying that's whatever i talked pregnant cornbread or i think you proved jack donaghy right <laughs> just the way she hits him <laughs> love your show yeah <laughs> also could you see josh on the daily show like would the daily show ever the daily show always hires the smartest people that's the most important thing first are you, are you saying that josh is not josh is a sweet dumb kid yeah he, uh, he said vulva Josh is a sweet, dumb kid. <laughs> so I just enjoy that interaction. I like seeing Jack in that environment. Um, I like seeing Liz get so angry at Josh. I think it's funny. Do the crab. Do the crab. Right. Like, her unreasonable anger I always find deeply charming. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. How'd you feel about this one? Um, I like the C word better. I think that's reasonable. The C word does a lot. I think the C word's funny. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Not, not the actual C word. I love the C the word. <laughs> yeah don't don't let people ever think that um i like i like the c word more but i really actually enjoy this one i think this just had a lot of jokes i'd forgotten about yeah i think that's the c word i remembered i was like oh yeah it's this one and then hardball was like oh these jokes i forgot like i forgot these jokes i liked it better when i was watching it i think i'm just really tired right now where i'm like "Mm." (laughs) no i think i think overall thematically the c word accomplishes more but i think hardball just tickled my funny bone i think and i i'm a sucker for a well-placed reference right so if you talk about something that i know i get excited so i think yeah. the bodyguard thing really killed Fair it enough, for yeah. me so uh, we wanted to do a game but then we we're like we're tired we're so really this is tired. the tired sorry episode. this is such like a, a low low energy episode i think we also like really killed it on this one. Oh, i think so i think we talked about really important things you know i think that people should let us know how they felt about this episode i think people should send us angry emails send us emails at talk you cut out angry so quickly (laughs) don't be angry at us Ooh, my cat is freaked out about these birds right now uh send us emails at talk 30 to me pod at gmail.com or tweet at us talk 30 to me pod or Mm -hmm. instagram us wait before we end can i tell you i was gonna save this for another 30 30 but i don't want it because it doesn't fit 30 30 i found the weirdest thing online i was googling some like you can find a lot of weird things online oh gosh, what did I found you find? the weirdest thing online so i was googling different like articles i wanted to read some criticism on 30 rock to mm-hmm. see if any will like critics wrote something interesting and what i found i found a website that is a dedicated to f- it's called tina Fey scar detective which is the grossest thing i've ever heard in my life 
Oh my god! This is. I mean, this. I'm reading this because it's horrible. I want to start with. Wait. That. So what do they just like? It's point a out website every time dedicated to her? trying to figure out what the where she got her scar. Read her freaking book and you can find it. And but the, and she ba- and she doesn't want to talk about it. like it's a person. I just got attacked by my headphones. Hang I on. did notice that. Right. Are you okay? I think we're good Are you gonna make it? The cat is also watching you get untangled. Sorry, honey. She's got the like skinny pupils, which means she's scary right now. <laughs> Ugh, so bizarre it's so weird right i just so the internet is full of weird scary things and if you ever wonder why an inter- like a celebrity is being pissy about people asking questions things like this are why that's why so uh yeah follow us you'll hear more about the show and then obviously our uh podcast has an instagram that's super charming so you mm-hmm. should do that um kelsey where should they follow you you can follow me everywhere at redheaded blonde you can find me twitter instagram my website mm-hmm. um that's just yeah. a blog. Don't read my blog. But Redheaded Blonde, you can find me. They're going to read your blog. Now. I know. This is awkward. They're going to stop listening by reading my blog. Don't read my blog. Um, yeah. Everywhere. Redheaded Blonde, you can find me. Also, um, I have a show that I produce at the Nerdist Theater on Sunset Boulevard. Not ner- not Meltdown. This is a problem all the time. Not the Nerd Melt. At the Nerdist Theater. It is October 28th. It's going to be at 8 p.m. It's going to be great. We're like making stuff happen. And this episode is actually going to come out in time where I can actually plug it. Woo-hoo. So, everybody, you got time? You mean it's coming out tomorrow? Because we record these the day before we release Exactly. <laughs> oh, let's keep that bit going. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, October 28th, 8 p.m. Kelsey's come. Awesome. I have. It's really entertaining. That's really nice of you. Thank you. Yeah. It's pretty fun. We have a good time. We do the laughs. We get comedians to come on. It's like an old late night show. And you should come and watch it and giggle. So, all right. That's us. Thanks for listening. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.